Everyone knows you should never take a physicist to a sci-fi movie. The same can be said about a biologist and a creature feature. We can point out how certain things are biologically unlikely or downright impossible, but that would be boring. So rather than pointing out what can't happen, why not ask ourselves, what if it was real? So using my super nerd levels of knowledge about biology, physics, and mythical creatures, my friends and I will explore how different creatures could have actually evolved on our planet and what they potentially would look like. Welcome back to A Real Creature Feature. My name is Mac. I'm Mike. I'm Dean. And we have a special guest, Doug. Welcome hey. back, Doug. Hello, Doug. What up? Glad to offer some color commentary. Yes. <laughs> now, today we will be talking about the werewolf, the Lugaru. Some other names that I can't remember off the top of my head for some reason. Now, uh, since you're the special guest, Doug, what do you know about werewolves? Uh, werewolves, I know, are part of European folklore. I know that there's a connection uh, to werewolf hunts in connection to, like, witch hunts. I know they tend to overlap a little bit. Um, I don't know why Uh the folklore of it exists or why there were you know werewolf hunts and trials and crap like that um so i'm interested to hear everybody else's uh you know history of it and where it goes and then of course you know the modern uh the modern take on it and film and and all of that i always uh have said that i'm uh my spirit animal is a werewolf because usually i'm a night owl and i love going out i've always been a relatively hairy guy so there you go no, Michael. Um, my my knowledge of werewolves is purely pop culture. Um, starting with the uh, Wolfman, uh, you know the whole concept being of a person traditionally attacked or bitten by someone who's already a werewolf, then becoming a werewolf themselves at the turn of the full moon. I know that some of the lore can kind of change depending, because I know for um, the World of Darkness RPG, when they added worlds as an expansion, you could pick your tribe, and that was based on the moon's phases. So your your werewolf tribe did your werewolf tribe didn't necessarily shift at the full moon or be at full power on the full moon. It would be dependent on what phase of the moon you were sired in. In a lot of the movies, it's supposed to be a representation of a person's bestial nature coming out. Uh, no real. The idea is that, you know, this is a thing that you as a person don't have control over. And really, you're no different from any other animal during that time, except for you are most likely bigger and stronger. Although if you've ever seen a wolf, you know why that is. Wolves are pretty big, especially compared to their domesticated brothers, the dog. Depending on the dog. Yeah. <laughs> now, Dean, what about you? Multiple things. There's... um. There's a connection with berserkers for uh, them getting their human form and turning animalistic and very difficult to fight when you're fighting them. Then there was a town, I believe in Germany, where young ladies would go missing and they ended up having a hunt and it actually... Uh, According to legend, there's a there was a merchant in town, and they caught him in the woods putting on a wolf skin belt and turning into a beast, uh, and turning into a werewolf, and he was the one that was killing the young uh, maidens of the village. Then you've got a slight connection to, um. A beast in France. The beast of Gévaudan. Yep. Um, and then the most recent werewolf-adjacent story that I know of takes place in Wisconsin on Brayberry Road, the beast of Brayberry Road. So, all of those. I lied. It's actually pronounced Gévaudan. Gévaudan. 
Sure, you can speak. So you you can speak fluent a français, but all the other but all the other languages are just like I can't say this. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, he is from Wisconsin, so we do have some French in us. We're not just German. And... So so says you, you weirdo. I'm not French. Not at all. One hundred percent. One hundred percent pure-blooded American. Uh, French trappers created Berlin. Yeah, that's true. Uh, no, it was also because of the the je. Um, uh, my niece's name is uh, Genevieve, and I always make sure to pronounce it that way. And I uh, know a, a lady from uh, France. Her name is Julie. And I was at a wedding, and I was like, "Hello, Julie." And she was like, "You're the only, you're you're I was like she, you're the only person who ever says that to me." And she was very appreciative of it. So I had to stick with a J. But okay. Brayberry Road. Yep. Uh, so yeah, there is a lot of history about werewolves. There's a lot of ways to become a werewolf, to selling your soul to the devil, to wearing a belt, to some ointments, to being bit, to a whole huge thing. There is as many ways of becoming a werewolf as there is like movies probably about them. And varied too, yeah. Um, so I was just like, there are three basic ways of transformation that they always talk about it. I, uh, you either kind of more transform from like, so this is kind of like how they did it in Supernatural. They didn't really become these giant wolf people. They kind of just like maybe, maybe they got sharper teeth, but they and they got claws, but they more or less looked human still. So I was like, and that would be also I'd follow file file that under with like the berserkers where they're like they just become more bestial in nature, but not in form. And then we have the human. Um, wolf hybrid kind of style and uh, there is a bunch of different styles to that one too and then there is the a man becomes a wolf and that one i always find really interesting because it's just like that is an entirely different form than what we're used to so it's like going down on all fours and like all that other stuff and also like the basic anatomy of a wolf is drastically different than humans mostly i'm going to be talking about like a lot of things about the difference between wolves and humans for a bit. Um, so this is going to be dealing with because of how the skull is shaped and everything else. But it's so a lot of times people always have with the werewolves that they're like, you know, mindless killing machines or something like that. That really doesn't make sense because wolves are not mindless killing machines. They're kind of like everything else. But uh, and also because um, I, I wanted to double check about this. And it was because um, I always remember from the movie Waterboy where uh the orneriness comes for alligator comes from for alligators is like the medulla oblongata it's like that's not where aggression comes from that that's where that's basically why our heart starts is still beating and stuff like that it's like the auditory like a bunch of stuff that just happens because of that maybe there's something wrong with your medulla oblongata then <laughs> yes colonel sanders uh, aggressive behaviors are most linked to dysfunction in the frontal lobes, which are responsible for executive functions and complex social behavior. So I'll start off with, um, let's compare the differences in wolves' skulls and um, human skulls. Uh, basically, so we got big old foreheads. Yeah, we do. USA, USA, USA. Neanderthal, Neanderthal humans 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 um so because of that we have a lot larger frontal lobe if you look at a wolf skull it's a lot more narrow a lot more slope back not a lot of room for the um higher brain functions so that'd be kind of interesting with the concept of like transforming that that's the reason why is because the brain kind of gets smushed into play into a different place different arrangement so those higher brain functions can't really happen but that still doesn't mean that they're going to be monstrous evil killing machines but then that also kind of goes more with like the oh you sold your soul to the devil idea because then yeah you're pure evil blah 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 virgin blood blah 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 eating babies eating but, babies <laughs> so uh one of the things i definitely wanted to talk about was the difference in um wolf di digestion tracks digestive tracks my bad um so Canids have a very short digestive tract. I can't say words. Canids have a very short digestive tract 
compared to their body mass. Humans have a much longer digestive tract. The amount of time it takes for food to travel back and forth is different. Because, you know, when you ever look at, like, the uh, the intestines, it's kind of you know, from front to back. Oops. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, the composition of teeth and jaws are also very different. The thing that... Uh, so, yeah. I'll get back to that, too. But uh, some of the things that we have in common. We both are able to adapt to changing climate. Different habitats. A lot of... Yeah, well, at least for us, we're, like, in a lot of the very same... Um, environments that's why for the most of um recorded history wolves have been part of the scary things because that's where it also humans are um like us wolves can live in almost all environments forests tundra prairies deserts mountains swamps uh wolves tolerate pretty much the same temperature ranges of negative 70 to 120 they have a little bit easier time with the negatives because they have a fur coat. Like us, wolves live in groups and find strength in numbers. That is kind of how we became um, the dominant species is we all work together. Yeah. Build things. Woo. Society. Yeah. Society. Go homo sapiens. Yeah. Wolf families have a dominant male, female. So that whole thing about like, oh, it's uh, alpha alpha males and alpha females not so true. not all packs are the same and so i can't even say that this is true for all packs period but uh the guy who discovered it then later on discovered oh he was wrong and it was actually like the alphas were the parents of the the little pack that was it. so it was just like oh oh that explains why they're bigger and stronger because they're older because they're the parent <laughs> because yeah if you think about a dog they get pretty they get big pretty fast compared to you know humans wolves also have emotions they play love care for um their children and greet even grieve for their deceased uh like humans wolves have different personalities yeah some are leaders some are lovers some are followers some are not like that because yeah i always i always get annoyed when people are like oh they all have to be like x it's like that's not how humans work other things we share, yeah, we have a very similar diet, except they are carnivores and we are herbivores. Not herbivores. Um, Omnivores. Yep. Yeah. Look, all I'm going to say is this. When I hunt down an elk with my bare teeth, you know, I enjoy it too. By the way, you need to stop that. Make me. I'm the alpha in this group. Yeah, out of the two of you. <laughs> Ooh, burn. Ooh. Burn. I don't mind taking out my girlfriend to a Chili's two for twenty dollar meal. Well, hey, you know, you do you. Hey, this okay. one actually was kind of interesting. It was wolves are territorial. Humans and wolves are both territorial. We uh, most commonly cause uh, the most common cause of death for wolves is other wolves because wolves fight. They have turf wars. Humans and wolves both have wars with each other. That's not a mutually exclusive human thing, contrary to a lot of people's beliefs. So what you're saying is humans are wolves. Oh No, I'm saying that... So werewolves do exist. Oh, we're back at the Sasquatch thing again! The wolves <laughs> are among us! Yeah, yeah, kind of. Uh, this one, it was kind of cool. Uh, the, this is the... Uh, all this is from animalfoodplanet.com Wolf compared to human. Um, the things that are not like, like, not like us, which is stronger, a wolf or a man? I, I feel like that would I be very know. dependent on the sport that we were playing. Exactly. Yeah, I, was like, I mean, I think I could outpower lift a wolf. I'm, that's yeah. all I'm going to say. Humans are physically stronger than wolves. We have like arms that we can actually do stuff with. Mm -hmm. Dang right. They're, they're, they're faster and they have very sharp teeth, but on a one, one to one battle, the human's probably going to win. So all you're saying is we have to challenge the wolves to boxing matches. Yes. Okay. Well, that's that's one on one. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, I was like, wolves, wolves do not operate like that. Yeah. At, at least we're not dealing with the howling two marsupials. <clears throat> I thought that was three. That's three. Is that three? I'm pretty sure that's three. Um. Yeah. Those guys are weird. Those ones were weird. Uh, but yeah, we're not 
necessarily we're kangaroo kangaroos, but they've got Tasmanian tigers. Uh, so it, this is also kind of, but the skull of the Tasmanian tiger compared to a wolf skull actually looks really, really similar. So it's like that whole like congruent evolution thing again. And it was just like, because these guys are very distantly like related. Uh, circulatory systems. Wolves and humans both have blood vessels, arteries, very similar circulatory system, just slightly different layouts. Well, I would imagine so. I mean, they are mammals. It's not yeah, like yeah. I don't. I don't see many mammals having a different circulatory system in many ways. No, yeah, I, that's what I'm like. It, it was just kind of cool because there. It, it was just a nice list that they provided. That's why I wanted to include it. This is the digestive. Here, there are noticeable differences between wolves and humans. For one thing, humans have flat, only semi-sharp teeth. This design is excellent for helping us chew various kinds of foods you know like grains and everything else because we're omnivores while wolves have teeth meant for shredding meat yeah that's it they wouldn't do all that well for with everything else and also they can't digest a lot of like the extra stuff that we might put in their food but Uh. we also would have a hard time digesting raw meat because our species hasn't needed to do that for a very long time. We discovered that cooking it is a little bit better. Tell that to the liver king. Yeah, uh, that whole thing with like the the paleo diet or the raw diet. The reason why you you lose weight on that is because you're not getting all the nutrients you need because you no. you can't digest it as well. That's why we. That's why we've been cooking it for longer than there has been the written word. So. So Jay Cordish was right. We just have to, so we have to just juice all our food. So the problem is you need some fat on you to be able to process foods better because uh, people who get stuck on shipwrecks and they starve and lose all their fat can't digest the corpses that they decide to cook later on. Dean? Yeah? I'm concerned, but I love you. Uh, so, uh, also part of the digestion system, you know, the back end, uh, very similar, no significant differences. Um, muscular system, both have very similar muscle, muscular makeup, like, you know, all the different fibers and everything else. But the layout, once again, is a lot more different. Um, humans, our forearms can rotate, unlike wolves. So they're kind of, their arms are kind of like more locked into place because you don't need that much motion. Uh, nervous system have very similar structures, blah, blah, blah. Same, like, you know, because they have a spine, everything else. But, like, their uh, brain is definitely different wired than ours because they have um, better night vision and better hearing and better smell. But uh, because of the better night vision, they can't see as many colors. More rods than cones. Um, respiratory system, both eh, very similar. No major differences. Skeletal structure. This one actually was uh, kind of was kind of cool. That's okay. This this is just I find it funny how they have it written. Both skeletal systems have a skull, bones, femurs, and a set of ribs. Once again, being mammalian, I hope we all have those things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was just the fact that they're like skull. That's a bone. Those are a bunch of bones. Got all them bones. <laughs> those are also bones. Set of ribs. Those are also bones. Serious question here. Going back to mermaids for a second. Do whales have femurs? No. Ah, oh, nuts. But this is actually, this one is where I uh, really wanted to focus on the two. Um, the clavicle in humans allows for the arms to move, like, all away from the body. Wolves don't have clavicles. Oh. So you're saying come at them from the side. <laughs> well, yeah, you should do that anyway, because, yeah, they they can't turn as sharp. They can't put their arms out either. Um, so compared to humans, how big are wolves? Many people don't realize that wolves are larger than they think. Male wolves can weigh from 70 to two or 70 to 140 pounds, while females typically weigh 60 to 100. They're not, they're definitely not as big as like a mastiff can get, but yeah, they're not tiny little dainty things. Though, if you think about it like this, if you see a 140-pound man, 
a lot of times they are put in the dainty category, <laughs> depending on the like what you're talking about. But yeah, it's a little mound of muscle that has very sharp teeth and claws, so you still don't want to mess with them. Look, look at Steve Rogers pre Captain America. He's scrappy. Yes. Yeah, and that would define a lot of um, wolves. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, I'm going to skip some of this stuff. Yeah, I already talked about the skulls. Uh, more anatomy. Okay, so this is actually, this is definitely relevant for like the whole uh, werewolf thing. Uh, on average, an adult, were or adult wolf has over 5 million hairs in total. That's a lot of hairs. Humans have about the same. We have the same amount of hair. We have the same hair number of follicles all over your body. About 100,000 on our head. Mine aren't nearly as coarse or dense, though. Yeah, that's that's the difference. It's like we have the same number of hairs, follicles as a chimpanzee. We have the so theirs was like five million three hundred sixty-four and uh, nine hundred sixteen hair follicles. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, yes, they probably have three hundred thousand more than us, but still, on it's the three hundred thousand, yeah, like compared to a million, that's not as big of a gap. No. Uh, wolves have forty-two teeth. Um, 20 of their teeth are in their upper jaws, six incisors, two canines, eight premolars, and four molars. Um, I'm not gonna, uh, yeah, they have a bunch of teeth, and but humans only have 32, so that would be a problem with like any kind of like um mechanism if we ever develop like talk about like further shifting or something like that. Like, uh, it turns out they have four teeth. Um, now I also was looking up like. Bone had to because I because I yeah all the systems like I was looking up bone formation. So long and short of it, there is no physical way to have like a, the idea of a fast shape shifting um, werewolf because the bones they just because of the bones you you can't mm -hmm. just shift something like that because it would involve breaking, fixing, and all these other things and that takes you know. 18 like weeks months. depending on yeah depending on what it is well depend i mean if we want to go with the mythological point if you've ever seen an american werewolf in london that does not look like a pleasant experience no it looks painful as hell and yeah they have to be breaking all those bones to be into a different shape and then yeah that's also breaking into your skull adding new teeth or anything else like that so i was like long story short that's not possible to do in the fast, especially you think about it like this. How many calories do you think it burns from you being an infant to being an 18 year old? Like how many calories would I burn in that time? Yeah. I mean, a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm mean, not even going to do the math. Calories. A lot, I'm going to say calories. at least, I'm going to say at least 20, 20 <laughs> of you. Yes. Roughly, roughly maybe 35 million calories from, yeah, if you were to burn 2,000 calories a day for 365 days a year times 18 years, yeah. 35 million calories. So there's probably not 35 million calories of anything in you as a person right now. So that's roughly 10,000 pounds, by the way. Yeah, so I'm right. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I was like, okay, you can't. So you can't do that because that's how many how many calories it would probably cost to reform you rough estimate there's probably like other like wiggle room because they're like well you're not really making new muscle well no wonder they get so hangry yeah, yeah. i mean i i'd lash out the first thing i see if i was in that if i was in that condition i eat one whole person i gain my caloric intake back and i'm fine i'm fine <laughs> so that's how lupin became so content because it's a potion that's just pure calories Oh, yes. I did actually kind of like that because he always looked very disheveled and skinny. And even the werewolf looked like freakishly skinny. So get, so get him a big container of powdered calorie milk. That powdered shit that you can get at a weightlifters. You mean protein. You'd need protein, not just calories. You need the actual protein, dry, too. Dry, dry scoop that protein, though, bro. Don't be weak. Do the do the cinnamon challenge with it teaspoon right down your gullet why do we believe this stuff i'm gonna say this right now what is wrong with humans once again if wolves had the opportunity they'd probably do the same 
They wolves would dry scoop if they had the opportunity. Yes. Gross. <laughs> I always love it when people were like, oh, well, or animals are so much blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, no, no. If animals had the exact the same properties as us or same level of intelligence, they'd do the same thing or worse. I don't know of many species that would be better that wouldn't be just like sitting in a field somewhere. Like cows might be better, but that's because they'd be not all that active. Burning and the bull. Yeah, but they're so, but they're so, but they're so gentle. I mean, haven't you ever seen those videos of like, you know, a tiger hanging out with some pigs? Get them a nice big baggie of catnip and they're fine. So you just said that we should make everybody high. Why not? It works for jaguars and lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. I don't think bears get high off a catnip, but we could always try. So, yeah, I was just come like ballparking like three different ways of like some kind of transformation or not transformation because I have other system for that one. But like what could be causing all this stuff? So psychological condition, uh, some kind of viral bacteria thing or like how I'm dubbing it an external force. Are we going back to multidimensional beings? N- no, ah. technically, no. Uh, oh, tech. I. You are technically correct. The best kind of correct. If you want it, I'm pretty sure some other species probably could develop some kind of technology that would be able to do that in the sense that it would just look like magic and hand wave it. Excellent. Yeah. So I've come up with uh, a bunch of different transformation mechanisms. Um, First one is um, the only way I can describe it is like I, I have it like the note is like no solid bones. Or how I also described it was like Lego. So basic premise with this one is that the bones are the things that are changing and rearranging because they're not solid. The only problem with that is the muscle mechanisms for like shifting and everything else like that. And also the fact that if the bones aren't solid, how are they going to actually support the structure? So I was like, that that probably won't work out as well. The second one was... I was like thinking about it as like, oh, a slow change. And I actually thought this one could be a kind of pretty cool idea where it's basically like um, blah, 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 virus. Like it doesn't matter with this particular one, but I was like, you slowly grow into being a wolf. So it would take years or decades to slowly become a wolf. And I thought that would actually be kind of cool for like a story or something because like the very, like the, because when we were talking about before, like the skull shape, changes so slowly your brain degenerates into a wolf's brain the older you get and then it was like oh in a story that'd be kind of cool because also all the wolves or werewolves would look different because each one would be at a different uh rate of change or um like you know maybe similar faster at it than others so i was like and then the, the like the kind of like thinking of like an alzheimer's uh, metaphor or, or like arthritis because at some point uh the wolf paws would actually take over for the hands so they can't really use their hands anymore and or then they're like slowly losing their minds which is you know and like i said an alzheimer's um metaphor yeah so i'm like in a story that'd be interesting in real life that would be sad as hell remembered this since i'm with three catholics saint patrick and the wolves of Osri. Yes. And uh, so he ended up going to a village and they followed like a wolf deity and they laughed at uh, St. Patrick and did not convert. And then he prayed to God and God cursed Osri. Um, and one version of the story is... Uh, a set of a male and a female every year would get the curse of werewolfism, and they would be changed into wolves and they would have to spend the year as a wolf. And then I think they got turned back, but there was a, it's either one pair, a generation or one new pair every year gets transformed into a wolf yeah i remember that story sort of like that virus that you were talking about and there's an- another story 
that drips off of that one about a priest who um, is in the middle of the woods uh, in a shelter, and he hears the voice of a male asking him to come uh, give rights to his wife um, because she might die in childbirth. And he goes to and follows the voice to a tree and he gives the last rites and he doesn't see anybody around. And supposedly there was a wolfess and a wolf mister by the tree in the morning. Yeah. I'm really botching those stories, but no, I I've heard both those stories, and yeah, that's fairly yeah. You're not like off by that much, but yeah. Didn't Martin yeah, Luther? It, didn't Martin Luther also use the term werewolf or was it beer wolf or whatever? Describe the Pope and whenever he was running from. Not probably. I I wouldn't doubt it. I don't know. You're the Lutheran dean. Uh, that's a new one. I mean, I know that there was a woodcutting of like the Pope putting a flute up his ass that <laughs> Martin Luther produced. I oh beer wolf. Yeah. I think is what you're talking about. Yeah. Um oh wait here. Um in a debate arranged by Philip of Hesse and the Elector of Saxony in 1539, when it appeared the Holy Roman and Emperor Charles V was readying to attack the Lutherans, Martin Luther introduced the concept of Beerwolf to describe the Pope and the Emperor. In the context of resistance theory, the Beerwolf, quote, in contrast to the mere tyrant, not only broke the law, but overturned the entire moral order upon which it is based. All subjects of such a ruler, ellipses, had the right to resist and even to kill him and his supporters. The point was that Luther thought the emperor and the pope were just su such apocalyptic tyrants and that the present situation just justified all efforts to resist them. Interesting. Luther could be fiery. It sounds like it. I, I hadn't yeah. noticed that, Dean. I mean... Was this early stage Luther or late stage Luther? Hey, I think it's later stage because I believe Luther had a problem with his stool. Like he was constipated and he didn't have stool softeners back then. So he really couldn't go to the bathroom properly. So he was a crotchety old German who couldn't poop. Oh, but yeah, no. Um, that that yeah. was that was one of my theories. Well, it's a meat and potatoes diet, too, you know? I mean, that doesn't help. Definitely no roughage in that diet. Uh, oh, so, uh, yeah, the slow, that was my second idea. So, okay, this is, like, a, definitely a more um, metaphysical, ghost, uh, magical concept, but there is this idea of, uh, so, it, it, like I said, before, we were talking about, like, the Dresden Files, and in there they have a, the idea of, like, ectoplasm. Ectoplasm is matter from the what's called the never never or fairy or like the other realm or like everything else like that. So in that, what you can you do is you can summon ectoplasm to like and empower it, and then it basically becomes it appears like matter from our universe. So I was like, oh, and in there they're like talk about like shape shifting and stuff like that, but I'm like, but sometimes these people that can shapeshift can shapeshift into something that's bigger than their mass. So it's like, that doesn't make any sense. And it was like, oh, it's because they bring in ectoplasm to uh, bolster their um, size. Uh, kind of similar to like um, pin particles. That's kind of how it works is a pin particle is like it moves and shifts uh, matter into a different dimension. Uh, so I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. And uh, how I described it, it was basically you would just become a giant um, magical mech in the shape of a wolf. Because I'm like, cl clearly it would have to be kind of like more bigger than you. Yeah. No, that uh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, it would look kind of cool. I mean, that would be that. It's an interesting idea in the concept of ectoplasm. 
I just finished reading the book Spook by Mary Roach, mm. which is her search into the afterlife. And one of the later chapters was on uh, spirit mediums and specifically ex- ectoplasm, yeah. where um, they would talk about how spirit mediums would fake ectoplasm and how they would get the and how they would get it to show up in certain photography to appear in a very um, ethereal way. And um, also some of the truly awful methods, particularly that the female spirit mediums could use to conceal ectopla- their ectoplasm. Yes, audience, put your brain in the gutter, because that is actually what happened. Well, it's not the first time somebody's used their hoochie-coochie to... Uh, get famous. Oh, Lord. There's a lady who hey. supposedly gave birth to rabbits. Oh, let's not get into that one. And got oh. uh, government subsidies until uh, the efforts that she did to try and get the rabbit corpses to her failed. Then there was another lady who uh, would lay eggs every so often that had messages written on them somehow. Spiritually, Dean. They were put there by the ghosts. No other means, Dean. No other means. It was the ghosts. Basic basic rule is that the whole idea that uh, it was a simpler time, a more innocent time. No. Never existed. <laughs> there was no more innocent time. No, it was just a it was just a it was a more brutal time, as Doug says. But it is a it's it's this idea of you're always going to have people who will try to bilk you out to make a buck. Yep. That's the that's the one secret. If I, I, I I'm still ever the optimist. I do believe that there are more good people than bad people. It's just unfortunate, though, because the bad people tend to be able to bilk the good people. Yes. Because you want to believe that people are all good. Yeah. By the way, I know it's not on our. I know they're not part of our group, but if you ever get a chance, I highly recommend the Scam Goddess podcast. Very good podcast, all about like different scam, like different scammers throughout history, and yeah. some of those stories are incredible. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Cause yeah, like the Nigerian scammer, they purposely write things in bad grammar because it's more likely to work to scam you. Really? Yeah. That. That shocks me because that makes me less inclined to want to help. Yeah, but it it seems to be work better. Interesting. I did not know that. So, uh, my fourth mechanism for transformation is metamorphosis or complete halometabolosis. Uh, basically, I was thinking, put a person in a cocoon and make, let them come out as a beautiful werewolf. Because if you ever... So they've actually been doing like been doing more and more studies about this because it's actually kind of cool. Rather than, uh, you know, dissecting a chrysalis, they're like, oh, we have, this new, we have this cool new technology now. You know, CT scans. So we can actually see what's going on inside um, these chrysalises. Because it's like, how does a caterpillar become a butterfly? Can can I be honest though? I I think I know where this is going, and I really wish they hadn't found this out. For caterpillars to turn into a butterfly, it digests itself using enzymes triggered by hormones. Wow! I said I didn't want to know. Too bad. But the thing is, is like if they tried to dissect the chrysalis, it's just goo. So how does that goo reform itself? You'd have to watch the. It's it basically it just reforming itself. I don't I don't know. It's it does that. That's Magic. the that's the thing that is like is Magic the question. How how does the goo, which is digested itself, all of a sudden reform into a butterfly? Bean. Yeah. The answer is, the answer is fairy magic. They do have wings. I, I, I will accept no other answer. It's fairy magic. They they liquefy so that they can go into the Fey realm and then they come back they come back changed. Uh, but this is it was kind of cool because um, by having these drastically different life cycles, uh, they are able to fit in like two different 
ecological niches because like butterflies and uh, caterpillars really don't interact with each other. So they can they don't have to worry about eating each other's food. So I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool for like werewolves again. It's like, well, humans are are omnivores and then werewolves are carnivores. So like, you know, eat the grains while you're human, eat the meat while you're a werewolf. Now, I do have a question about this. If you do, if we go with the metamorphosis, do you have the opportunity to cocoon back? I know butterflies don't do that. That's the, that, that is the thing. It's like, how could you do like, technically, I think there would be probably a, like a possibility that you could do something like that if you want to have it that they're transforming back and forth. But the thing about it is it's still not a, it's going to, it's an instant thing. This is still would be a long process. And where would all the, and then what would you do with all those cocoons? Yeah, pretty much. You snack out of after you're finished. Um, so my fifth way of do, thinking about it was basically like a symbiote. Ooh, we're going to go Venom? Kind of sort of like Venom. More like, it would be a way more complicated, like, um, so like, that's the thing with like, symbiotes do exist in real life. So a symbiote basically is, um, it's something that's a mutually beneficial relationship. So for example, there's, uh, our gut biome is a symbiotic relationship. We need the bacteria in our guts to actually be able to process all the food that we eat and the bacteria gets to eat all our food. It's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, it is. The reason why I had that is because it was this whole con kind of concept of like the external force also is so, like I said before, it's, it would be very painful and a lot of energy to transform so if it was having some kind of other agent kind of helping that along, it'd probably make more sense. Uh, like, you know, that's the one that's actually like moving the muscles or doing something like that. So it has so we don't really have to worry about all that extra stuff. So we don't have to have all that information stored within our cells. We'd have something else that's basically doing that. And then I was looking at other things. That, so this also goes with more of the. Like it could be like psychological or viral or something. Cause I'm like, we do have diseases that really mess with our brains. Yeah. Syphilis messes with your brains. Brabies messes with your brains. Uh, and also cause um, last of us is not popular right now again, because of the show cordyceps fungi is a real thing. Yeah. It just hasn't made the leap into mammals yet. Yeah. Yeah. It, it only expect, uh, infects, um, arthropods right now but yeah i was like that still that basic concept of something growing in you and then like changing you if you want a really interesting look at the idea of the cordyceps making the jump to humans uh read the girl with all the gifts yes it's really good yeah the movie was really good too with glenn close yeah yeah the, once again like yeah these things that just come in and they kind of push everything around to the point that it's taking over and just becoming a new brain, if anything else. You've got the hornets that fuck with caterpillar brains. So then the caterpillars die protecting the larvae that are eating them alive. Yep. Um, same thing with... Nature's so beautiful. Yes, toxoplasmosa. Uh, basically, that's the one that... So I've heard two different things about this one. It was one that... Like it, the myth of like um, the crate, that's why it causes a crazy cat lady. But then I heard that it still does that. And I'm like, I don't know. But basically, it's two main things that it wants to be in is cats and rats. Uh, when it's outside of the cat and it's in a rat, it makes the rat less fearful of cats and enjoy the smell of cat pee so that they can be eaten so they can get back into the cat. Gross. Yeah. Supposedly that. Like, that's a thing that it can also happen with humans, but I've heard mixed, mixed things about that. And I didn't I didn't actually even put it on my list. That's just stuff that I pulled from my brain. Ah, ah so you're already infected with it. Since yes. you're <laughs> your brain. I love cat pee. Well, that's, that's one of the symptoms. That is one of the symptoms. It, well, you know, I, I so far, at least I seem to be OK because I, I a poor cat pee and, you know, Mostly cats in general. 
I know. It makes me a bad person or something. Get off Ten, me, a little Tends blonde, to be but... uh cat pee tends to be an adjective of describing Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> oh. So if you're if you're a lo- if you like white wine, easy drinking white wine. And if you like cat pee, you might be attracted to that white wine. I am definitely not. I don't drink much wine though to begin with. I don't drink wine at all. I I never developed taste. It only tastes like uh church wine to me. Uh Okay, so my last idea is definitely going to be like another external idea. And this is definitely more hand wavy, but at least it ha- it's hand wavy in the idea that like we can still kind of explain it. And it definitely isn't natural. And it would definitely be more of the uh, Fae realm kind of stuff, like levels, crazy nanotechnology. Oh. Basically, yeah, just, you know, you know, little robots that just rearrange the body. And I'm like, okay, that would make sense. That would have some kind of actual physical, like you could see it happen and it would be rapid because the energy isn't coming from inside the body. It's coming from technically now an external force. Yeah. machine, son. Yeah. Nice. Hand wavy is like, oh, how does that work? Mr. Scientist nanotechnology. It's quantum other buzzwords. So, so basically what you're saying is um, magic that a scientist is okay with. Yes. Though this is also really kind of cool. Cause I remember I took a, like a, I was at a, I went to a seminar at point once when they were talking about nanotechnology and it's like one of those things that's like really interesting. Cause it's like, Oh, we could do something like, cause science fiction it's like, Oh, we could do so much, blah, blah. I was like, well, no, because that's a lot of energy and like, and a lot of information that you're trying to like, compact it's not like actually building a tiny robot that's like has like an that's an r2d2 level of complication yeah no you're building a simple machine to do one job so you would have to have a lot of these simple machines to do a lot of jobs i mean that's kind of the whole point of like nanotech i mean yeah i mean that's the idea is that it's not like it's one atom-sized machine doing the work it's billions upon billions of them working in tandem to create a thing until we define pin particles we definitely can't make tiny machines that are that complicated what about micro machines uh no because those are bigger uh we have to look uh it was just really kind of cool because it was a scientist like a physicist he was like yeah so this is one of the things problems with a lot of science fields is that they like, oh, this is my field and only my field counts. And all I care about is this, blah, blah, blah. And there's a lot of not a communication through a lot of these other fields. Yep. So then they were start talking about biochemistry. I was like, yeah, we got to start looking at biochemistry. It's like, you mean this thing that th- these people have been studying for a very long time? Them, the people that you haven't been talking to this entire time? Why haven't you been talking to them? Because they don't sit at my table, all right? Yeah, exactly. It's like, my table's over here, and you can't come by me because you smell. Yeah. Why aren't you talking? Why isn't everyone talking? We'll never get out of high school. Uh, uh, this no, drives don't. me nuts. Basically. I was Basically. at college, and I'd sit in the uh, sit in the cafeteria, and somebody dropped their tray across the room, and you'd have these applause going, great stuff. Flapjacks. I'm just like, aren't we adults here? <laughs> no, 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 we're not. No, no, we, no. no. We'll never somebody, be adults, somebody, Dean. Somebody breaks a glass in a bar. Their entire bar is like, oh, and you know, yeah. look, looks. No, nothing. No, no, nothing ever changes that way because, as we've discussed in this, and as I think part of the overarching series of this podcast is. Change is long and slow and difficult and a lot of the time is impermanent because things are always changing and because they're so small, it always stays the same until you give us another 10, 20,000 years. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we'll stop clapping. Maybe we'll stop hearing run forest run. Whenever you see a kid running somewhere. Oh, that's going to be forever. That's just, that's, that's forever. That, that will Forrest Gump has ruined any sort of like it'll be the year 3087 and we'll still be saying it especially Doug Doug will be there with the dialysis machine and all these other machines and you'll hear him this tidy old voice out of the crowd run Forrest run 
but <laughs> but that's where we are. We will never not be those. We, at least in our lifetime, we will never not be those people. I mean, honestly, though, like with the idea of worlds, I mean, it sounds like obviously it would be unrealistic to have a near instantaneous or a quick transformation. Obviously, it 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 goes against uh, laws of conservation of mass and energy. Thermodynamics. Good thing they're good thing they're mythical. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why, like, that's why you. All the times whenever you have see somebody talk like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make a I'm going to do a scientific take on this. It's like, no, you're not. If you did, it would be boring. Oh, that, then why the hell are we doing this? Isn't that what we just did? Yeah, we just made it very boring. Yes, we just made it very boring. Congratulations. Congratulations. You have ruined another one. I'm going <laughs> back to I'm going back to I believe there are werewolves among us. Hey, I gave you a magical mech idea and wolves in a Cronenberger. It's a Cronenberger uh, mech. I can't believe you're giving us a Cronenberg. You've given us you've given us five options, one of which is just, oh, Six. evolution will eventually make us werewolves. Oh, no, I, I like the virus idea. We have a we have magical ectoplasm. Woo. We have we have magical micro machines. Um, so we have, we have just enough, just, just long enough that you hit like 90 and then you're finally a werewolf. Yep. Alzheimer's werewolves. Yeah. Or else, yeah. Or else we Cronen, or else we Cronenberg the hell out of ourselves by going into a cocoon. Good Lord. Uh, it's almost nine o'clock. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, we, we'll, we'll but, I mean, we, 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 we definitely have plenty of material to work on. Yeah, no, it was more of a, we gotta, we gotta like end it. <laughs> I will, I will offer my personal theory after hearing everything today and then kind of just scrolling and doing my own like reading on it. I think it's a combination just in reality. I think it's a combination of everybody made up folklore in the 1500s and the 1600s. I was reading that in like Africa, there's like, um, where tigers and, and where hyenas, like, there's were tigers. Yeah, like whatever the predatory animal is, uh, <laughs> apparently those uh, parts of the globe come up with their own where in Europe it was werewolf. Uh, but I think some of it in in terms of like the trials that existed and things like that, I think it's a combination of psychological issues that they didn't know how to, um, you know, prescribe them and how to treat them. Uh, and then a combination I think nobody ever talks about, um, even with witches, probably the fact that everybody was drunk off their minds. Water wasn't safe to drink. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's why you know, uh, wine and and water is mentioned in the Bible is because they didn't know how to boil water and disinfect it at the time. They didn't know that that's yeah. that's what they could do to disinfect it. So they would combine oh, yeah. it with alcohol, which tended to be wine in biblical times. And that would disinfect it so water was healthy for consumption. Everybody was so goddamn drunk off their minds all the way up until all the stories with absinthe and everything like that. Like people, uh, you know, a guy killing his family and he was drunk on absinthe. And so therefore absinthe needs to be shunned. Well, no, he could have just drank a bunch of scotch and had the same shit happen. He was just that drunk and had that many psychological problems. And so I think... Uh, in terms of like animalistic behavior coming out, if you are drunk or anything like that, and you might have a psychological issue, some PTSD from, you know, the one of crusades, the, the crusades, you know, uh, you might, you know, be termed, you know, in deemed a, uh, a werewolf because of some animalistic thing or whatever. And you raped the woman next door, you know, therefore you are a werewolf. I think. I think in realistic terms, I think that's how it came to be, actuality. Yeah, and also, like, rabies. Exactly. Like, syphilis basically turns your brain into Swiss cheese after a while. Yeah, yeah. they have no way of treating it back then. Oh, I mean, it's as, I mean, it's as sound as anything else, because at this point, it's, what else? I, I mean, there's not a, I mean, because we, we'll always come up with something to explain what is unexplainable at the time. Exactly. Yeah. We will, uh, we'll, because we as the, 
as the as the species who tends to want to see patterns in things. So for us, we see a lot of this, and you know, depending if it's you know turning to religion, turning to said god of your choice, turning to you know the mythical, you know, these things can exist, and because of the fact that in a lot of ways we are still very much animals, you know, we have a lot of our own animalistic tendencies. It's not outside of the realm to say, well, we like to think of ourselves as higher beings. So when we, when we do lash out and become those bestial things, we want to say, well, it's not really your human nature. It's that bestial nature inside you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, why wouldn't we say, well, it's, you know, it's the werewolf is as much symbolism as it is anything else. Things repeat everything else. Yeah, it's, I don't want to deal with this, so therefore it has to be this. Or, hey, this person is acting really weird, so therefore, I don't know why, the devil. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying that the devil made me do it. I'm just saying that if something outside of myself made me do it, it was probably the devil. Just saying. Yeah, just saying. I'm just asking questions here. I'm just saying, it wasn't, It look, I didn't want to do it. It was clearly the devil inside me. You should have seen how that wolf was dressed. Oh, good lord. <laughs> Charlie, okay, we're, we're going home. <laughs> I'm going home now. What, what okay. big teeth you have. I have to I have to work on I have to I'm lying in the bed with me. I'm your grandma. Oh, oh Jesus. That's I, the traditional story. Yeah, I'm yeah, well aware of what the traditional story is. I'm still weird. Now I'm gonna go work. But yeah, uh, so yeah, for next time, I we were going to try to do a random. Still going to do rando. Yeah. Rando uh, monster. I think we should do the, I think we should do the most terrible monster of them all. The end? Man. How am I supposed um, to make uh, a scientific, uh, the accurate man when we already are the man? Make a better man. You could make, uh. Make, make Rocky Horror a, Picture Show man. Make Rocky. Isn't, isn't that an anime better man? Hey. hey. All right, Doug, thank you for being on here. Yeah. It's a pleasure. We should do this more often. Yep. <laughs> and not just and not just for content, because everything is content, but you know. But yeah. Just, just for, for shits yeah. and giggles. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, if you wanna if you want to if you wanna let our if you wanna let our tens of viewers know where you can be found if you want to be found, you can let them know now. Uh yeah, you can find me on, I guess Instagram would be the one that I am on the most. Uh, it's just at DougieFresh85. There's an underscore in between the Doug and the E. So Doug underscore E underscore Fresh85. Classic. Yeah. Oh, thanks. So next week, it will just be some random beast, humanoid yeah. or otherwise. From the bestiary. Yes. Probably, yeah. Probably look at a couple bestiaries. Nice. I got a couple of them because they're fun. Right. Sweet. Send, send me updates. Absolutely. Have Whoa, a good one, homies. Right. Bye. Time to go Bye, take guys. a shower and go to bed. Nice. Do it. Warm. See you. Bye. 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 A Real Creature Feature is created by Matt Kuklinski, starring Matt Kuklinski, Michael Seaman, and Dean Snow. Any questions, comments, artwork, or general inquiries can be sent to realcreaturefeature at gmail.com. You can view any submitted fan art and pictures on our Instagram at a real creature feature. Some episodes were recorded weeks in advance due to our current sporadic recording schedule. Any comments left will be seen and addressed at some point, and you will be credited unless you tell us you wish to remain anonymous. If you like the podcast, please leave a review on the podcast app that works best for you. It really helps us out. Also, tell your friends, enemies, and total strangers about the podcast. They might enjoy it too, and that can bring us all closer together. I mean, anybody excited for the movie Cocaine Bear? I was going to say, are we going to turn Cocaine Bear into a documentary now? Like, we got to just make sure... It is a documentary. Yeah. The problem with the the problem with the actual the real life cocaine bro was too small and too and too powerful of drugs. Yeah, he apparently consumed eighty pounds of cocaine. It's insane, and the bear was only one hundred seventy five pounds. That is a yeah. small bear. Mm-hmm. So he and then he died. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bear. Yeah. Sad. I'm, I'm I'm a little sad. That's not how as a bear you should go out. Okay, so I th- I. Th-
Also known as Pablo Escobar, by the way. Yeah, oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> if I was a bear, I would go out eating a woman's kayak. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Ew. <laughs> Uh, no, it's, like... a, it's a it's a literal it's actually a literal it's uh do you ever see that video of a bear being bear maced by a lady and then it's and then the bear in its like bear mace state starts attacking a boat that she has it looks like a kayak don't what? attack the kayak what come you on think? bear you're not supposed to be awake right now it's so funny. She's just she sits there and it's like the bear is standing like in in front of her cabin door. And she's like, okay, bear, I'm going to bear mace you now. And then she bear oh, maces the bear. bear. And then the bear, and then the bear just turns around, starts attacking her kayak. And she's like, what are you doing, bear? Stop it, bear. Bear. <laughs> it's just like, lady, you just bear maced it. You're lucky that it's even doing this. Yeah. You're lucky that if this is the worst thing it does to you right now. <laughs> Just bear down, bear down. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, also, you. The equivalent is him yelling at you, human, human. Yeah. Why did you spray me with this stuff? Right. Yes. Like, Let's refer uh, to things as this. They're not Pokemon. Ah, uh, my favorite Pokemon is Shoe. Shoo 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 shoo.